Welcome to Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his trusted assistant, Michael Pop, as they explore the intersection of faith, movies, and our contemporary context. Welcome back to Christ, Culture, and Cinema. How are you today, Michael? I'm incredible. Oh. Just incredible. That's way too quick of a segue. Too easy. Holy I cow. am super incredible. You are super incredible. Yeah, well, okay, we can go with that. Well, that sounds kind of uh, vain now, doesn't it? It does. Oh, boy. You're I, so uh, vain. I'm uh, Flexible. Flexible. Okay. Powerful. Powerful. Sure. Fast. Dash. No. 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 Well, of course, you're just giving Not every that, um, clue under the sun to the movie that we're going to be doing today. I'm, I'm and this Jack, is Jack. Uh, one of your favorite movies. We're doing The Incredibles. Love it. Released on November 5th of the year 2004. It's hard to believe that we're eking up to the 20th anniversary of this movie. Pretty soon. Yeah. Pretty soon. Year and a half. Ooh, yeah. I'm ready. I'm telling you. Now the awesome. Budget for this movie, we had a range budget of 92 to $145 million. Oh, wow. Yeah, I only saw 92. Yeah, 145. That's up to Ooh. $145. Yeah. You know, these Pixar movies, though. Yeah. Who knows? Where does the budget go? I don't know where all the money is, but it's clearly not a cheap endeavor. But the Pix- box Pixar office. Pixar was pretty new. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. This is an early on one for mm-hmm. sure. Mm-hmm. Um, the box office, however was a very robust return. I have mm-hmm. $631.6 million. Yeah, I had that worldwide. Uh, U.S., Canada, 261 So mm-hmm. it was all, all more than half Yeah, overseas. But did you see the opening weekend? I did not. 70000 Why? I wonder if it was like two oh, screens. What was going no, on? No, no. Oh, you know what they did? This is interesting with this movie. It was mm-hmm. opened up in one theater one week prior Oh, that's their opening weekend. That's what it was. 70,000. Yeah. I was like, that's uh And that's if you go weak. back, go back the weekend before November 5th, guess what weekend that is? We're, we're right around Halloween. Right. So, yeah, it was opened up. Yeah. The, 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 national, the national release was November 5th, but that's got to be the reason why. Now, the director of this... Um, writer, writer-director. You know, yeah, well, you know, director, writer, everything about this is Brad Bird... And, you know, he is an animation guy. Yeah, he originally uh, had taken this story to Warner Brothers Mm -hmm. and was all set to do it through Warner Brothers, and they closed their animation department. I think they have uh, 631 million reasons to regret closing their animation department and letting Brad Bird walk away with The Incredibles to Pixar. Yeah, you know, because we know him from The Iron Giant, Mm -hmm. but that didn't do real well. You know, as animated movies go, it's a good movie. But it didn't do real well. Mind you, he will then take this to the next level with Ratatouille, mm-hmm. which is now one of the most fantastic rides in Epcot good. and Euro yep. Disney. It's where it started was Euro Disney, the ride for Ratatouille. Yep. I waited two and a half hours. You are committed. Yeah, that was two the only line we had to wait in all day, but I waited two and a half hours. Wow, that's crazy. So, but we also know him for. Go ahead. Mission Impossible Ghost Protocol. Yeah, that was a little weird. And also we did Tomorrowland, mm-hmm. which is a movie, you know, based on a land in Disney Kinda World. Kind of Disney movie, yeah. 
I like the movie. Oh, it is definitely a Disney movie. When they're going down I've the... I've never seen it. It's a small world, and the water opens up, and the boat goes somewhere else, and... Oh, uh, nice. It's really good. George Don't spoil Clooney, it. i got to watch it yet. Yeah, George Clooney is the star in that one. It did not do well. It kind of got panned. I enjoy it. It's an entertaining movie. All right, I'm in. And then, of course, he comes back for The Incredibles too. And you know, of all other ing- lots of uh, incredible stuff out there. Holy Video games and shorts and Jack yes. Jack and yeah, I some of the credits were like, wow. Yeah, it's kinda nuts when you start mm-hmm. looking. I had no idea there that there was this much of a franchise oh, that's a great movie. that spun out of the so, Incredibles. One of the reasons I love it is this was my go to for years on class trips, mm-hmm. sports trips, when we were in the charter bus. I was so comfortable just throwing in Incredibles and going to sleep. Yeah. I didn't have to worry about it and watch wherever I wanted because, one, there's so much yeah. nostalgia for our age, mm-hmm. the whole the whole superhero thing. Right. Uh, it's a great story. Mm-hmm. Well done. Great characters. I mean, everybody loves Frozone. You can't go wrong with Samuel L. Jackson. Right. I mean, this is true. Um, but it was it was good, clean fun. I didn't yeah. ever had to worry about it. Yeah. Well, let's. Samuel L. Jackson, usually got to worry what's going to come out of his mouth. Not in The Incredibles. Well, that and in Star Wars. We'll get to that. Let's talk about the characters in the cast. And the cast is obviously the voices lent to the characters, Mm -hmm. um, which I laugh about. The name of the family is the Parr family. Uh, It's my wife's maiden name. Oh, so she, she might be a superhero. She could be. I don't know. She does have the red hair that matches. Oh, wait, that was the. Bad guy. Never mind. And also Tangled. Uh, that was the yeah, redhead. Yeah. That's Tangled. That's tangled. So. <laughs> oh boy. So playing the father of the of the Parr family, Bob Parr, is Craig T. Nelson. Uh, and what do we know Craig T. Nelson for? What it, What's the first thing that comes to mind? For Poltergeist. You? Poltergeist. You were going Coach. I know. Uh, I was he, going he was coach. great for Coach, but I'm sorry, I grew up. Yeah. First horror movie I ever watched. Yeah. First scary movie. Poltergeist. Well, and I'm going to give you another one that I always think of him in. There's a couple of them here. The Proposal. Oh, yeah. Great Sandra Bullock movie. Okay. Love him in The Proposal. He's in Soul Surfer. Mm-hmm. That's a good movie. It's, good, good. it's one we haven't even thought of doing. It's a good movie. And it's yeah. a true story. Uh, he's in Get Hard, <laughs> yeah. which which is a really, really over-the-top funny movie. Uh and, of course, another Will Ferrell movie that he happens to appear in, a classic that we will bring out when the Winter Olympics come. Oh, boy. Blades of Glory. Blades of Glory. Oh, yeah. love Blades of Glory. Uh, but, again, he reprises this role in Incredibles 2. He and does. Edna, that's another one. That's another one of these from this franchise. Uh, just a lot of good stuff under Craig T. Nelson. Yeah, I, I still have uh, The Family Stone, yeah. Wag the Dog. The Devil's Advocate. Oh, mm-hmm. my goodness. Keanu Reeves, Al Pacino. So yeah. good. Oh, yeah. Uh, Ghosts of Mississippi. Action Jackson. I think he oh played the bad guy way gosh. back. Carl Weathers. Jeez. Yeah, going that's, back. That's going but, way back. You know, I told you, Coach, 199 episodes. I mean, that, oh, was, yeah. that was his first big breakout, whatever. But Great show. He was also, more recently, in The District, 89 episodes. Never saw mm-hmm. it. And Parenthood, 103 episodes. I, I don't know how I missed those. Because wow. I like him. A uh, lot of yeah. episodes. And... Uh, and then, of course, most recently, he's been in 32 episodes of Young Sheldon. Yeah. Young Sheldon seems to be a collecting place of some of these actors. And right. Another one's going to appear in that that's from this movie. Yes, he we'll, does. We'll get to him. Uh, playing his wife, Helen Parr, uh, is Holly Hunter. Now, the movie I think you know Holly Hunter for, The Firm. 
Uh, she was good in that. That's one she of your favorites. But, you but, know, broadcast uh, news, the okay. piano, 13, Batman versus Superman. Uh, uh-huh. She plays the senator in that. Uh, she plays uh, Bonnie's mother in that television show I told you to watch. I think it's on Netflix, Bonnie and Clyde. Yep, I saw that. Really good. Oh, brother, where art thou? <laughs> yeah. I haven't seen it yet. i got to watch that one. Uh, of course, Raising Arizona. It's another one she's in. Uh, she has a long career. So, yeah, the, the, the late 80s and 90s uh, always. Yeah. Uh, you mentioned a, a bunch of them. Uh, but uh, Saving Grace, 46 episodes. Ever yeah. seen that one? Mm-hmm. I hadn't seen that. You know, I saw she was in a lot of those. Tons of the Helen Parr stuff, like we already talked about. Right. Like, all that stuff. Yeah. Um, but Dawn of Justice. Oh, no, that was the Batman. The Superman. Batman versus that. Superman. Yeah. Dawn I, of I, Justice. I, yeah. I haven't seen that. Oh, yeah. Have you seen that? Yeah, I did. It I wasn't bad. That. People panned all those. So, I liked them. I'm but, entertained but easily. Here's the thing about Holly Hunter is... is I think her 90s work is far better than anything she's done recently. Well, she hasn't done a ton yeah. recently I, of note. I saw a lot of, yeah, of note. I saw a lot, but I was like, never seen it, never yeah, seen it, never yeah. seen it. Kind of like, meh, have huh. no idea what that Interesting. is. Right, yeah. But she was hot there for a while. Now playing Violet Parr is Sarah Vowell. I love her last name, Sarah Vowell. <laughs> uh, but of course, anything with The Incredibles again, she's always reprising the role of Violet. They're getting their money's worth And then it gets real thin. Like, end of the line, please give, ACOD. A lot of them are in this Disney Infinity, which is like a montage of all of these animated characters that come bubbling to the top. But Mm -hmm. you want to talk about kind of a no no in front of the camera kind of career. That's, that's, uh, you know, Sarah Vowell, uh, who plays Violet. Kind of interesting. Uh, let's talk about Jack Jack Parr, Eli Fusilli. Uh, and again, anything that Jack Jack's in, well, Eli is there. Did you notice they had two names for Jack Jack? They did. Uh, I'm, I don't know if there's uh, the crying was different or what. I mean, I we're talking about a baby. Yeah, but I'm telling you, the one yeah. that carries this role yeah. forward is Eli. That's yeah, why yeah. I went with him. Uh, yeah. Of course, you know, Incredibles 2, Aunt Edna, uh, but SWAT. Here's one, Pixar Popcorn, and, of course, the main guy for Jack-Jack Attack. Everything is centered around... He's Jack-Jack. He's Jack-Jack. That's yeah. what he is. Um, playing Dash Par is Spencer Fox. Now, Spencer has been in some different things, but, again, look at the um, the vocal, uh, he, how he, where he lends his voice. Uh, so as we look at Dash, uh, played by Spencer Fox, the groomsman, Kim Possible... Lots and lots of episodes he of Kim Possible. Jim. Yeah. Jim Possible. Yeah. And Kim Possible. Charlie Bliss, Cupid, Air Buddies. And Air Buddies comes up for several of these, if you didn't notice. You have anything else for uh, Dash Par? Uh, Cupid. Yeah. yeah. Uh, not a whole lot. No. There's not really no, he, a whole he, lot uh, there. Didn't do a whole lot. But now let's change gears. Lucius Best. <laughs> Frozo. Played by Samuel L. Jackson. So I thought that was interesting. He has over 200 credits yeah. and had, didn't start acting until he was 34. Yeah. Isn't that crazy? But, but then I noticed some of the Capital One ads in the credits. So it's like, oh, well. Of course. <laughs> He's done a lot, you know. He has. He, he has. is Capital One guy. But, yeah. of course, Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. The Hateful Eight. And a a, a movie that has been underrated for its for its entertainment value 
snakes on a plane. <laughs> there, well, you could play a game watching snakes on a plane. Oh yeah, what's the game? How many times he drops the f bomb? Oh jeez, it no. is probably the most prolific of Samuel L. Jackson's well, use of that singular word. So, so when I started looking at his, I just put MCU Nick Fury because that is a bunch of them. Which and I, that's what I did. I just yeah, put MCU. I put Star Wars Mace Windu because oh, again he is Mace bunch. Windu. You bet. Um, of course, the Shaft movies. Of course, your favorite, the oh, Hitman's Bodyguard. the Hitman's Bodyguard, bodyguard, bodyguard and the Hitman's wife's Bodyguard. Man's wife's bodyguard yeah. You bet. Kong, uh, Kong Skull Island, of course. That's oh, yeah. now a yeah. ride at mm. uh, Universal. Absolutely. Um, but the Kingsman, and uh, Secret Service. Don't forget the Triple X series. Triple X Xander series Cage. he was in. He was in there. The Django Unchained. Oh, Django Unchained was incredible. That's a good movie. Uh, the other guys, Kill Bill Volume 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, Glass. Small role great in character Kill Bill there. Volume mm-hmm. 2, but he's in it. That's right. Coach Carter. He was great in Coach Carter. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but here's the thing. All those great movies, and, and after a while, you just have to kind of like, there's so many more, so many more, but he had that little bit part, Goodfellas. Oh, yes. Man, can't forget the Goodfellas. How can you possibly yeah. forget Goodfellas? <laughs> It's a well, part. when you have a movie with 273 F-bombs, you assume Samuel Jackson at least he has must a small be part in it. it. Yeah. He must be in there somewhere, and he probably drops one or two. Uh, now, playing Buddy Pine is Jason Lee. And where we know Jason Lee from, it's kind of an interesting career. He was a skateboard guy. Yeah. I mean, he was yeah. he was a, a friend or is a friend of Tony Hawk, uh, but... That translated into the small screen with a little show called My Name is Earl. That was on for was more big. than a few seasons. Yeah, that was a pretty episodes. big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but we see him in Almost Famous, Vanilla Sky, uh, and then he switches over to some voice stuff. Alvin and the Chipmunks. Oh, yeah. Underdog. Uh, I totally forgot that he was an underdog. Uh, but there he is. There's his kind of voice catalog. What else do you have for him? I, I've got Enemy of the State. Mm-hmm. Love that movie. Good you know, movie. Will Smith. Uh, I have Mall Rats. Okay. Chasing Amy. Dogma. Um, Jay and Silent Bob the Reboot. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Okay. I, I don't know a whole lot about it. Behaving badly. But again, uh, you know, we know his part. And again, he, because he was Syndrome. Yeah. A lot of the voice stuff, the video games, you yeah. know, he, he has a whole You know, Buddy too. Pine is syndrome. syndrome. So, yeah, most certainly. Well, he's incredible. Yeah. And then he's syndrome, syndrome. you know, grown up. <laughs> so, good stuff. Now, playing Gilbert Huff is the voice of voices, Wallace Shaw, inconceivable. <laughs> yeah, he's great. And he'll always be known for the Princess Bride. Always. I mean, that's always going to be right there. Always. But here again, you mentioned it. Young Sheldon, of uh-huh. course. He's a voice in Toy Story. One, two, three, and four. Yeah. Air Buddies again. That comes yeah. up. Jack and the Beanstalk. Now, here's some movies I don't think you realize he was in or shows. He was a recurring character in Star Trek Deep Space Nine. Didn't have that down, though. No. And... He was in Vegas Vacation. Well, of course I knew that one. That's, yeah. That, he's one of the greatest. The dealer that has Chevy so upset. That's oh, yes. Hilarious. That's, he's, he's brilliant in that. And the late John Candy, Canadian Bacon. Oh, his last episode. His last yeah. movie. He was in so, that with him. I've got Clueless. Of course. Chicken Little. Mm-hmm. Uh, Monsters, Inc. Again, he's a voice yeah, guy. Yeah, does a voice guy. Uh, Haunted Mansion. <clears throat> yep. Adam's Family 2. 
Yeah, Adam's so, family too. That's right. Yeah, some good stuff. You know, so he is in, who he is. A yeah, lot he, of uh, credits. He's just got oh, that voice. Almost forgot. Which one? Five episodes of The Cosby Show. Oh, well, I don't know if we want to mention The Cosby <laughs> Show here. <laughs> well, you know. That had he some was good stuff. Now, well, playing Edna E. Mode. And we're going to have Aunt oh, Edna she was come hilarious. up. She's hilarious in this. Of course, played by Brad Bird, who, oh, by the way, is the director of and the writer of this. So he uh, worked his way. He's doing a little Taika Waititi action here, isn't he? And uh, playing the voice of a woman. That's right. Sure, yeah. And we know him from, this is really funny. He's he's a voice, uh, he's the voice of Anne Edna, which will reprise the role in all these, um, you know, uh, subsequent movies from uh, <clears throat> from The Incredibles. He is, <laughs> he is the voice on the train in Jurassic World. How's that for hilarious? Yep, There's yep. your credit. It's like being the voice on the monorail in Disney World. Right. Everybody, yeah, everybody knows it, right? And he's a voice in Ratatouille. Yep. Yep. So that. he's he's worked himself into a few things. He is most notably a writer, a director, a producer of animated movies. Oh yeah. So we just want to keep that straight. Now, playing Underminer. The Underminer. Is John Ratzenberger. Yeah. Small now, part in this one. Now, I just want to say, this I, I, I started having fun putting this together. Of course, we'll always know him sitting on, the bo- sitting on a bar stool in Boston in the show Cheers. We're always going to know him as Cliff Clavin, mm-hmm. the mailman. Always. But you ready for this? I, I just had to do it. Go. Toy Story. Mm-hmm. Cars. Mm-hmm. Wally. Soul. Coco. Pup Star. Inside Out, A Bug's Life, Monsters Incorporated, Finding Nemo, Ratatouille, Up, Brave, Planes, The Good Dinosaur. If it's animated, he's in it. Oh, yeah. I think it's just assumed now if Pixar makes a movie, his voice is going to be in there somewhere. Pretty much. And he's got that voice. Very recognizable. But the fact is... You can go to The Simpsons. Oh, but hold on. This is, I'm just went with movies for yeah. this. How, he's in Coco, which is a, you know, kind of a New Orleans jazz type movie, uh, Soul. Then he's in Coco, the Mexican movie. <laughs> he's in Ratatouille, the French movie. Uh, he's in A Bug's Life, where he plays a squeaky. Go listen to the voice, and I, I defy you to figure out which he is once you get beyond Toy Story. Because he, he can alter his voice. He's good. And he's awesome at it. He, yeah. he may be the premier voice actor in the yeah. stable of Pixar Studios. He's pretty good. And like I said, so many different ones that he, he's able to lend his voice to. And, and uh, anyway, yeah. Yeah, he's and, just and yet, different. He was, he was great on Cheers. It wasn't like he can't be in front of the camera. No, he was a fun actor in Cheers. He was a mm. great character. And then finally, I have Bomb Voyage, played by Dominique Lewis. And he's really known as an artist. Uh, a guy who's doing drawings and storyboards yeah, and the like. He is an artist. He's not a voice guy at all. And yet, here he is. He does the art for Pacific Rim, The Crudes, uh, Megamind, Megamind yeah. Up, Ratatouille. I mean, his real uh, gift is is the art, is the drawing, is the sketches and the storyboarding. Uh, so that's where we know him from. We don't really know him as a voice actor at all. So let's let's talk about this movie. This is your movie. So today I'm I love gonna, it. I'm tossing the movie to you. Why don't you tell me 
about the movie. And why don't you tell me what you see in the movie? Well, it's always interesting. The way it starts off, uh, we have our superheroes, just like we're used to. You know, you got your Superman, uh, Spider-Man, Batman, whatever. Well, we Mm -hmm. have Incrediboy and Elastigirl. Excuse me, Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl, Frozo. You know, all the characters are there, and they show all these other superheroes, right? And the beginning of the movie, they're they're doing their thing, taking care of people, and the whole setup is that uh, Mr. Incredible and Elastigirl are going to get married. And so they're fighting crime and doing those things and trying to be in a hurry because he has to get to his own wedding. And he goes to save somebody. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so a guy jumps. And, of course, from the other building, uh, Mr. Incredible jumps to save him. They land in a building. There's Bon Voyage trying to uh, uh, take care of a safe and, and steal. And so the whole setup is uh, this guy sues. He's trying to kill himself, and Mr. Incredible stopped him, and he ended up breaking all these bones. So he's getting sued, right? <laughs> can, and, and, can you sue yeah. a superhero? Can, can well, you? can you sue a superhero who saved your life? Yeah. Well, just imagine. He wanted to die. Can you imagine the city of New York suing the Avengers for warding off all of the aliens, but all the destruction <laughs> that was left behind? Yeah. Hmm. Mm. Here's your bill. So. <laughs> So at that point, it's like, well, you didn't want to be here. Mm -hmm. So rather than pay you, we'll just help you end your life, right? I mean, come on. It's kind of ridiculous like that. So uh, they have to uh, pay all this money, and the supers all go into hiding. Okay. Okay, so fast forward 15 years. I don't know at what point they they had just gotten married. They had Violet. Maybe it's 20 years. I don't know. Sure, yeah. We have mom and dad and the kids, right? Yeah. Violet, Dash, and Jack-Jack, oh, the baby. The suburban family. Yes, and, and dad's going to work at the insurance company, and he's miserable. Of course he Because, of is. course, uh, Wallace Shawn is his boss. He's great. He's just <laughs> so miserable. Uh, there's a great scene where he's in the office, and his boss is just ripping him a, a new one because he, he helped this lady. How did she know their tax code so well? You know, he's mm-hmm. trying to help people. Right. That's what he did. Of course. And he's watching somebody outside the window getting mugged. And, it, of course, his boss is, pay attention. Yeah. To, you know. Yeah. So after he threw his boss through a couple walls, uh, he had to go through it again. The guy came to cover up. I can't do yeah. this anymore. I uh, don't want to go into hiding. He says, I don't want to go into witness protection. I'll deal with it. And so you have this overweight, out of shape, old superhero trying to pretend to be nobody. Well, all of a sudden, starts getting messages. Yeah, to help. Of course, he does. To help, right? What's going on? He he was taken to this uh, island. We're going to check out this machine. Of course, Mister Incredible was able to beat the machine. Most certainly, he can. So they pay him. He goes back, and and now he realizes. Look, this old get up and and, and he's back into it. He wants to help. Yeah, yeah. He wants to help. So he's getting in shape pretending to go to this job he doesn't have yeah of course um and, and and there's a great scene i need to back up before we go just what i think sets up this movie so well is a dinner scene mm-hmm. where of course mr incredible isn't really paying attention reading the paper he's he's tired he's done um his wife alasa girl of course trying to deal with the kids and and they're fighting because daughter, kids are son. Kids are still kids. Right, they're still kids. Even if they have superpowers. <laughs> well, which makes it that much harder. I mean, it's a hilarious scene. It's a great dinner scene. It sets up the whole movie. Sure. And at one point when they're screaming, it was Violet who says, we act normal, I want to be normal. Ooh. She realizes she doesn't like all this, what's going on. True. And so fast forward, of course, uh, the whole setup was the the people that wanted to help uh, Mr. Incredible. You know, he went and got the new the new costume from Edna. 
and uh, she made them for the whole family. Of course, because you need, if you're a superhero, you, you got to have a costume. And, and it was a good upgrade. Little spandex. Great upgrade. Little spandex yeah, right. is good. Well, especially for Elastigirl, because she's going to expand. Yeah, of course. And um, it turned out to be Syndrome. So so back at the beginning, uh, another point I left out was uh, uh, Incredible Boy, Buddy. Mm-hmm. Buddy wanted to be... Mr. Incredible sidekick. He yeah. was an incredible boy, and he knew all his moves and was going to do everything, and right. he made something so he could fly, because even yeah. though he's not super, he can keep up. He wants to be super. And, of course, Mr. Incredible said, I work alone. Yeah, of course he does. And it drove this young man growing yeah. up. He wanted to show them. I'll show him. And so it turns out the whole thing was a ruse to get Mr. Incredible. Uh, he was finally able to make the machine that could stop uh, superheroes. Right. And so, all of a sudden, Mayday... Elastigirl, Dash, Violet, you know, she goes to save her husband. Mm-hmm. Kids stole away. It's a great scene. It's a great setup. They go to save dad. They have to use their gifts. They're scared. They've never done it. Yeah. Uh, and in the end, it's it's your basic crime fighting story. Right. Um, they're all there and uh, figuring out what to do, and they stop Syndrome. Yeah. Um, so they because, think. Because Syndrome really, at the end of the day, wants to be a superhero but doesn't possess yeah. the gifts well to be a superhero he, he's the one that's selling his inventions he realizes people pay yeah for for weapons no yeah. so he's basically he's, he's an arms he's dealer. an arms dealer <laughs> they maybe don't, they don't maybe. mention that in the incredibles and disney but he's an arms dealer but maybe he was in the movie yeah. war dogs and we just didn't know it <laughs> It was on the black market there somewhere. But you know, this this really so, does bring up a point. And as you go. look at a movie like this, and as I'm kind of considering this, and I know this is one of your kind of you know favorite go to movies, you know, with young people, it. with kids, and the like. Not everybody has the same gifts. No, not everybody has the same responsibilities. Not everybody will have the same roles in society. You know, and. The Apostle Paul talks about this. It's uh, 1 Corinthians 12. When he's talking about spiritual gifts, uh, he says this. He said, now there are a variety of gifts, but the same spirit, and there are a variety of service, but the same Lord, and there's a variety of activities, but it is the same God who empowers them all in everyone. To each is given the manifestation of the Mm. spirit for the common good. And I think one of the hardest things to get our minds wrapped around is that not everybody is going to have the same measure. Not everybody's going to have the same responsibilities. Not everybody's going to have the same positions or the same authority or the same praise. Uh, You know, in this movie, I think... we need them all. And that's it. I think in Mm -hmm. this movie, we see that you know, in this society, in this made-up world of the Incredibles, they're really needed. The superheroes are really needed. But not everybody is going to be a superhero. Yeah, and, and I think that's the, the crux of the movie comes where Syndrome, mm-hmm. um, who escaped, says, uh, you know, when I'm done, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rule everything. Because his whole point was to make this thing that he can let loose on the city. Yeah. He'll come in and save them. Everybody will love him. He's the new superhero. Right. He says, when I get old, I'm going to sell my invention so that everyone can be superheroes. Everyone can be super. And when everyone's super, no one will be. Yeah. Because of his anger. See, and let me let me come circling back now. Yeah. This is how Paul yeah. concludes 
1 Corinthians 12, uh, picking it up at verse 27. He says, Now you are the body of Christ and individually members of it. And God has appointed in the church first apostles, second prophets, third teachers, then miracle workers, then gifts of healing, helping, administrating in various kinds of tongues. Are all apostles? Are all prophets? Are all teachers? Do all work miracles? Do all possess the gifts of healing? Do all speak in tongues? Do all interpret but earnestly desire the higher gifts. And, you know, what Paul is saying is sometimes stop being so dang envious of Mm. what someone else is doing. Do what you do well. Do you. Yeah. Do you. Do you well, right? So, again, the first step is identify what are our gifts. Yeah. You know, I tell kids all the time, you hear, oh, you can be anything you want. Not really. Not really. No. No. No, you got to figure out what you're good at and what the Lord has blessed you with. I, I tell them all the time, I know. Yeah, I took more shots at the basketball hoop this yeah. summer before eighth grade. Summer sure. of '89. Sure, I was still terrible. Yeah, you I know, was still terrible. Hey, my freshman year of high school, I was this size. I'm the same size today as I was my freshman year of high school. Now, when you're a freshman and you're playing football, and you're about my size, what I am today, about six foot tall. Coaches are salivating. They're going, we're going to have a big boy here. We're going to have ourselves big old offensive lineman. Going to be knocking people around. Problem is, by my junior year of high school, I was still the same size, playing against guys that were three, four, five inches taller than mm-hmm. me, and uh, I, I bear the marks and the uh, the pains from Surgery, yeah. from uh, getting knocked around by these bigger players. Professional football was never going to be in the offing for me. You can be anything you want. No, no, no you can't. not so, <laughs> not so fast there, rabbit. No, 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 no. And let's face it. How many, how many of our teachers, we have some wonderful teachers in our school, mm-hmm. some really great teachers, awesome. fantastic teachers, great staff. are terrified of getting up in front of adults and talking. Yeah, it's not their gift. Not their gift. And I look at it going, well, that's the easiest thing in the world to do is get up mm-hmm. in front of people and talk. But getting getting up in front of a group have of... Uh, all of it. You've got to have it all. Got to have it all. And, and that's, that's and, part of it. And I think that's a big part of this movie is coming to terms with who are you. So... In this movie, what we don't see is is Violet and and Dash. Mm-hmm. They knew what their gifts were. You know, Dash is fast. That's what mm-hmm. he did. You know, Violet had that force field thing she hadn't really worked on because she didn't care enough. She could make herself invisible. Yeah. Um. And all of a sudden, they have to use these gifts to save Dad. Yeah. And they start to see how their role fits in the family. Yeah. And they embrace it. Because and that's the key first thing, is identify. Yeah. Second is purpose. Yeah. And then you gotta have that purpose. You gotta work it. You, yeah. you can't just go, well, I'm pretty good at this. You no, got to work it. If you want to get good at it, if you want to be excellent at something, you got to work it. And you, and you see this, and Paul is talking about this. You got to work the spiritual gifts that you've been given. And, and let's, let's face it. Everybody has gifts. How you use them for good or for evil. Oh. What's the difference between the Bon Voyage and Syndrome versus Incredible, uh, Mr. Incredible and, and Elastigirl? Yeah. There, there's a great scene earlier in the movie where Dash got in trouble for putting a tack on his teacher's chair. Yeah, whoops. And, 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 and the teacher's just mad, and he goes, I've got video, look. Uh, right before I sit down, he moves, and it just shows like Blink a bang. flash. Yeah, yeah. He's like, see, that's him. And the, and the principal and, and, of course, mom are looking at him like, well, what's going on with you? Of course, mom knows. Yeah, of course. And so, so when they get home and she's trying to discipline him and she tells dad, look, he, he got caught. She, and, and dad's like, yeah, I caught it. And they go, 
you could barely see the video. He goes, they got it on video and they couldn't see you? That's incredible. You know, Dad's excited. He's all excited about it. <laughs> that's when Mom's like, uh, <laughs> you know, Bob. Here comes Bob. A, here comes a parental <laughs> moment. Here's a parental Bob, moment. Bob, we're not proud of that. Well, he didn't even get caught and it was on video, you know. And it, he was excited to see his yeah. son's gift, and yet he had no outlet for his of gift. Not. Of Again, that not. comes to purpose, giving him purpose for, I mean, think about what we just went through watching. I, I just saw a great video, and it was talking about how young people should be excited for, for what they are. And he's like, and it was um, Peterson. Mm-hmm. He says, there's nothing for them to be excited about. They're in the midst of trying to figure it out. They're, they can be excited for what could be. Right. They have to go figure it out. You've got to go through the hard parts. You've got to figure out what purpose is. Yeah. And, and I thought that's great because so many young people are told, oh, you should be excited and happy. No, they're going through a tough time. Yeah. We're seeing that in our, our young 20s right now, what our sure. kids are going through. Well, and how many, they've, they talk about this now, how many young people today will have multiple careers four or five careers wow <clears throat> you know you know as i as i always like to kiddingly say i'm i'm getting old you know i've been doing this for 30 years yeah, 30 years it's a long time but this is my quote unquote it's career and, and knowing what is my point what, what is my place or purpose in the career you know i'm not the great linguist the hebrew scholar the greek scholar i have classmates that are that in fact the one guy uh his name's jeff cloa shout out to jeff uh he's the curator for the museum of the bible in washington dc classmate of mine guy's brilliant uh now do you want jeff preaching every sunday probably not uh but do you want him looking at old manuscripts and you know, populating uh, the, the holdings in a museum. Yeah, most certainly he's the guy to do it. Uh, young people are bouncing today from career to career to career. And I think part of it is they never really right. fully develop the the gifts that they have in the field that they've pursued. Well, it was about 10 years ago. I literally started telling my students, quit listening to your parents. Mm-hmm. Because these well-meaning parents who love their children were looking at what's the best job market, where can they make right. the most money. And, yeah. and I had to explain to them, it might be a tr- great job market, it might be a good job that pays a lot of money. But if your child doesn't want to do it, they're going to suck at it. They're going to be They're not going to make any money. And they're going to be Figure really out miserable. what they have a passion for. Figure out how they can yeah. do that for a living and learn to manage what it makes. Because if you're good at it, you have a passion for it. You're always going to be one of the best. Yeah, you're going to be successful. You you're going to be successful by worldly measure. That's mm-hmm. right. And 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 really invest in what those gifts are. Really mm. help develop them, cultivate them, bring things into your life that make them better. Uh, this is a fun movie. I, I have to say, this is just a fun movie. It's an entertaining watch. The fact that it, I you know, I wasn't aware of how much of an enterprise it spun off. You know, you you have Toy Story, which is spun off one, two, Huge. three, four. You Toy know. Story Mania, the yeah, ride. Yeah, yeah. In the, in the land, land. Over got Universal. a whole land, and yeah. uh, not Universal. What are you talking about? It's Hollywood Studios. Oh, that was Hollywood Studios, right? Yeah. I've been to both recently. I'm getting yeah. a little you mixed say, up. Get yourself confused. Got to be, stay in your yeah. Disney lane. I'm gonna oh have to get boy, my, gonna have to get my Disney daughter, Princess, after you oh there. She'll boy. smack you around, get you in the right place there. Um, but yeah, it's. I had no idea the Incredibles spun off. I, you know, I knew Incredibles one and two, and then I'm like, oh yeah, there was that Anne Edna piece. Oh yeah, there's you know the video mm-hmm. game. 
oh yeah, there's these other little episodic pieces they've done, like uh, you know the, uh, the 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 dash one or the what was it, the Jack 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 Jack. Yeah. yeah. So I had no idea, but this is just a lot of fun, and I think it it does have a really good point to be made, and uh, it it definitely says we all have a purpose. We all have gifts. Cultivate those gifts. Embrace that full purpose. Be the person God has meant you to be, which I think leads to our question of the day. So as you look at your life, however old you are, wherever you are, whatever it is you're doing, what do you see as your gifts? What has God kind of wired you to be and wired you to do? And what are you doing about it? How are you doing you? Now, having said that, If you're enjoying our little podcast here, consider leaving a rating or a review on whatever podcasting platform you're listening to. And don't don't hesitate to share it with other people. This is how our audience grows and how more people get to enjoy uh, talking about movies like we talk about movies. And don't forget the book that's out there, Christ, Culture, and Cinema, How Faith and Films Intersect. You can pick that up on Amazon. Now, next week, next week at this time... I'm going to be sitting on hole number 16 at the Players' Championship at the TPC Sawgrass. Uh, they're not playing yet. Uh, it'll be next week. Next Is week. that already? That's next Holy week, Holy cow, when did that happen? Yeah, next week. Wow. It's, it's coming Time up, flies man. when you're having fun. It sure is, man. And I'll be sitting wow. there. And you can actually tune on television. I think it's on NBC. And to look for the guy wearing the white sunglasses on hole 16. I'll be right across from the island green. Oh, That'll well, that's be a great hole. You know, people came up to me at Best Practices and like, dude, we saw you at last year on television. <laughs> it's like, yeah, I'm right by the big live oak tree. You can't can, miss me. Can you just tell me what time you're on? Because I don't watch that much golf. Sorry. Oh, sorry. you know, that's, that's really not kind. It's not kind. So this is what we're going to do. Because of your not kindness, Oh boy! next week we're going to cover another golf movie. One I cannot believe we have oh. not covered. We're going to go a little old school with Kevin Costner and Cheech Marin. Oh, so good. Oh, we're going to go Tin Cup. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. Thank you for joining us for Christ, Culture, and Cinema with the doctor, Jeffrey Skopak, and his assistant, Michael Pop. Until next time, we'll see you at the movies. <laughs>